Guys, welcome back to the Fantasy Crew Podcast. This is Anish. I'm Rohan. And we're just going to get right back into it. So we're going to talk about Thursday's game first. Yeah, so first we're going to look at the two QBs. Um, Jalen Hurts and Tom Brady. Uh, Hurts actually played well in fantasy. Real life, probably not that well. I mean, passing the ball-wise, you know, he had a pretty bad game. Um, Who, Hurts or Hurts, yeah. yeah. I mean, they both didn't do that good, but fantasy-wise. Uh, Hurts, you know, he had the two rushing touchdowns, which I think this kind of shows for a fact that he's he could be your uh, quarterback or starting quarterback for your team. As... He doesn't even have to have a good game. He could have like a bad game passing the ball, and he'll still get over 20. He's had over 20 in all the games so far, and I think he'll continue that. Yeah, I mean, he's a good player, Jalen Hurts. He, I mean, he's looked good this year, a lot better than last year. We don't really know how he's going to play, but I think 20 points consistently is what you're going to get yeah. from him. In real life, this is what I'm talking about. I don't know, but fantasy-wise, he's like a really good player. Tom Brady's Tom Brady. That's nothing much to say about it. He's an MVP candidate this year. He looked really, really good in fantasy also. It's the Eagles. He had struggle. He had seventeen, um, but I don't really care about that game though. I yeah. still think he's. Gonna I mean, it's not going to. It's not like anything to worry about. Seventeen <clears> is not. It's not. It's not good, but it's not. It's not horrible. Um, it was just one game. He'll be fine. Um, when he gets better matchups, I think he'll do much, much better. Yeah, I hundred percent agree with that. I think he is a very, very good player. At the end of the day. Yeah. Um, now we're going to move on to the wide receivers. Yeah. So, AJ Br- uh, not <laughs> Antonio Brown. <laughs> Antonio Brown is pretty good last week. Uh, he's actually been pretty good for the past couple weeks. Every time he's played, except in one game, he had a very, very good game. If he's not picked up in your league, honestly, even in six-mans, eight-mans, four-mans, any league, he should be picked up at this point. He's been playing very good. I think he isn't looking like, obviously, prime Antonio Brown, but with Tom Brady, he's been looking very, very good. Yeah. He's looking at his number one target. So Yeah, he's been he's definitely been the number one target, even with Godwin and uh, Evans there, but he's just been getting a lot more uh, uh, targets than the other guys. I mean, we saw this last year too. He was he was a very good player, but the issue was he was, he was I think he was like ranked number one in the air yards. At the end of the year, he was doing really well. It's just uh, yeah, I think if he can be, I don't know if he'll be consistent just because of how good that offense is and the wide receivers there. I just don't think he will be consistent. But if you're in a ten plus league, you should be your starting wide receiver or flex. Yeah, hundred percent. I think honestly, if he's not. He should be 100% rostered at this point, just because of how he's been looking. All right, so then my the next receiver to talk about is... Evans and Godwin. Yep, Evans and Godwin. So they both had very underwhelming games. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's weird. The Eagles did a pretty good job on defense. I mean, not obviously that good, but against those two, they did do a pretty decent job. Uh, do I think they'll stay at that? Probably not. I mean, Evans definitely won't. Four and nine, which is not great, but especially that's bad for both of them. Um, but yeah, that's the issue with these uh, Bucks players, especially uh, Evans and Godwin. Is one they either have really bad games or they have really good games. It's really hard to tell or know who to start on a specific week, um, which is it just makes it a lot harder to use those two. So that's why I don't really like having those two on on my team because I just don't. I'll never know who to start. Um, yeah. So now we're gonna move on to our. Previous starts and sits from last week. Yeah, so for my first uh, start, it would be... Who was my first start? My first start was from... Oh. From last week. Oh, from last week. I started thinking of this week. My last start last week was Cordell Patterson. I did get that one right. Uh, he's been very good recently. I did say sell high. That is going to change now just because he's been getting the ball a lot and... There's just not much to say about it. Yeah. It was a really good matchup, and, you know, he he didn't get a touchdown, but he still had 18 points, which that is very good. And if you're in a—honestly, if you're in a six-man league, he should be your flex. 
Um, if you're uh, in 10 or plus, you could be your running starting running back. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's a very good player. He's Honestly, in the beginning of the year, I wasn't really sure about him because I thought he just boomer bust because he had those three touchdowns and 34 points. But I think now they've decided they wanted to use him in the offense. Yeah, they so. really like him in the offense a lot. And it's kind of – it's very much hurt Mike Davis. I mean, Mike Davis is still getting 10-plus every game, but it's just because of these small touchdowns he's getting. Um so, yeah, Mike Davis is now definitely the backup on that team, I think. Oh, um, he's a sell. He's just a sell. There's no sell high than yeah. sell. Just sell him. He's not a good player. I mean, he's been consistent 10, so I guess if you're in a really, really deep league, then or like <clears throat> 14 plus, maybe 12 plus, you could be on your team. But if not, then he really should be a backup or waivers. Yeah, not even. Yeah. Um, one thing I would do, I uh, would consider about him is just in case like other players do come back. It is a little risky. I mean, like, for example, I don't know he's going to be with, with Ridley and uh, 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 Russell Gage, so it's really just dependent. I think he will be still stay the same, but I just don't know if he's going to get the same production. I don't think... I mean, he did better with those two, but actually, I don't know if he did better. But um, I don't think it's going to hurt him that much because he's not really getting... It's not like he's... Uh, I think uh, Ridley and Gage is hurting Pitts more than him, but because uh, Patterson's getting more short uh, routes at always go to the running back, and that's not going to change with having two uh, wide receivers there. And he's also getting a good amount of carries, too. Yeah, I, mean, I, I honestly think that there's nothing wrong with uh, with Kyle Pitts. He looks actually really good in that game. He's running good routes, getting good targets. I don't know if that's going to really change. I don't, I don't, I don't know if he's going to be stay that same. He's definitely not going to stay that same with Gage and Ridley, but I don't. I think his volume is going to go up a bit. He's getting, he, he was getting real, a lot of targets, actually. Yeah, but even, he, was, he was pretty much the only one there, though. No, no, but even before this, he had nine targets. With the yeah, but he wasn't doing anything with those. I mean, yeah. he's not going to be bad, but I don't think he'll be this... Uh, he's, he's not been bad this year. He just hasn't been that good this year. And that last game, I don't think I'll stay with that. Oh, I def- that's way too high. 26 is I'm in that like range of being a 15-plus player. I don't think he'll do that. Uh, I think... Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how that turns out. All right, my next start was Marquise Brown. He had a very, very, very good game. He did win them. The, I mean, obviously, Lamar won them the game, but he was the one who had that touchdown. Yeah, Marquise Brown has been really good for this, the Ravens this year. And uh, just because, I mean, they don't have any running backs. Um, I mean, I guess they have, uh, what, they, yeah, the running backs they do have haven't been doing really that good for them, so they've been throwing it a lot more. And they were down a lot that game. So when you're down, you, you do have to throw the ball. Um, yeah, so, yeah, he's been doing good, and I think he could be a starting wide receiver two or flex for you in a 10-man league. Oh, yeah, those. he's not good. Please. Who, uh, Marquise? No, um... They're uh, running backs. Oh, yeah. The running backs are good. But Marquise, he's, oh, yeah. he's definitely a yeah, flexor yeah. wide receiver, too. Yeah, Marquise Brown, please keep him. He honestly looked really good. He just has to get over that drop issue. If he if he uh, yeah. gets over that, he's a good player. But, I mean, the good thing is drops don't really lose you points in uh, fantasy. I mean, I guess if they would have caught it, you would have gained points. But, um, yeah. Even that game, he had those drops against I forgot, the Lions. Yeah, against the Lions. Uh, he still had 10 points. So, even when he does get the drops, he's getting over 10. So, um, yeah, good flex or wide receiver two for you. Easily. All right, well, my next player is Jacoby Myers. I did get this start wrong. He was very underperforming. And honestly, just watching the game, I don't think he's going to be good this season just because I did really think that Mac Jones liked him, but he does seem to target everybody in the offense because he doesn't really rely on anybody yet. He's just started. So I don't think Mac Jones ever will this year just because I feel like they have a lot of weapons on that offense that all are like similar skill oh, level. I mean, if you're in a dynasty league, I think you should have yeah. him just because Mac Jones could, like, if he improve, he'll definitely improve sometime in his career. He could figure out his target. It could be Jacoby Myers, for all I know. So they're just the Patriots. They they have a lot of they have a lot of targets on that offense. With 
Hunter Henry, Johnny Smith, Kendrick Bourne, Jacoby Myers, um, Damian, uh, Damian Harris. Yeah. Um, as a running back, and it's just, I don't know, there's just not one person I could fully trust um, constantly, which is why I don't think the Patriots players are really going to be that good this year. Um, maybe later, though, if uh, if one of them really emerges as a uh, top receiver. Type <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, honestly, I think uh, one drop in every single league is the Titans. Titan, I'm sorry, I'm blanking really hard right now. Last year's Titans, Titans. John Smith? Yeah, sorry, John Smith, yeah. He, he's on the Patriots now. He's a drop in every single league. Hunter Henry looking like he's taking over that role, so. Yeah. I mean, Hunter Henry's always better than John, and I think now it's showing that for sure. Yeah, so that's just dependent now. Okay, my, those were my starts last week. Yeah, so my starts last year last week was uh, Corey Davis. He had uh, 8.5 points, pretty bad. Uh, the Falcons' defense actually did better than what I expected them to do. Um, yeah, you know, they're up by a lot. I think we're at 20-0. Jets did end up coming back, but it was not because of Corey Davis. Um, yeah. My second previous start was, uh, Kirk Cousins. He had 13.4. Also, not good at all. Um, the Lions defense has been actually much better than when you look at their actual team. Um, yeah, they really stopped Kirk. Kirk has had two back-to-back games up starting the season off, probably playing better than he ever has. So, yeah, I don't know. If he really can be a starter for you, but uh, I guess if you have a bye week, maybe put him in if the matchup's right. Um, um, I don't. I don't really trust him in my opinion. <clears throat> in my opinion, I don't know how good he'll be this year. He's really inconsistent. He's just not trustworthy. In yeah, my opinion. he's not trustworthy. With, with how he started the season, you would think maybe he would be a starting QB for you. But the last two weeks, I know the Browns is a tough matchup, but if he scores thirteen against the Lions, that's just not good. Yeah. So for my next previous start was the Steelers defense, also bad. Um, yeah, they, I mean, this wasn't something, a start that I thought really would do that good. I just thought maybe if you didn't really have a defense, which is a, like, if you just, there was not many great matchups last week, and, um, if there's maybe Steelers defense on the waiver wire, and you don't really have any other options, then maybe pick them up, but, uh, yeah, they didn't do that good. Five points isn't horrible, but it's just not good. Um, yeah. Next, I have Mike Gasicki. He had 8.3 points. If you're in a little bit bigger of a league, 8.3 for your tight end isn't that bad. Um, but if you're in a smaller league than that, then that is pretty bad. Uh, the Bucks defense finally did actually stop a tight end. They were struggling against tight ends all this year. But, uh, yeah, with Miles Gaston going off, Kasiki was not able to do anything. So those are my previous starts. And now we're going to move to Anisha's previous sits. So my first sit was Miles Gaskin. I got this <laughs> completely wrong. He had 30 points with, like, I think two touchdowns or three touchdowns. He was insane. There's not much to say about it. I don't trust him, though. Yeah, uh, it's not going to stay at this, obviously. Um, he had eight running, rushing touches. Like, what? No. Yeah, I don't um, trust him. Yeah. Uh, Ahmed is just going to take a few of his carries. It's just, yeah, he'll have a few good games, but it's not trustworthy. I thought he would do good in the beginning of the year, but, uh, yeah, he just hasn't been getting the production or the touches enough to uh, be a consistent running back for your team. I really don't think you should play him this week. Uh, I don't know. It just doesn't – I just don't think it's a – good start i know they're playing jacksonville but i just don't think you'll stay at this yeah so next sit yeah so my next sit is melvin gordon i got this one right he had a very bad game it, it, like for okay honestly that was a bad choice for me to choose to sit him because i honestly think you should sit him every week he's not trustworthy because they're gonna, they're gonna keep on like i said last podcast they're gonna keep on pro- progressing to uh javante williams so javante's been getting a lot more carries now he's starting to 
slowly emerge into the RB one. I don't think he'll be the sole RB one. I think by week, I think by week twelve he'll be the RB one. I think next year though he could really be a breakout candidate next year just because I don't know if Melvin Gordon's going to be there next year and if he is there, he might become a full on just backup. Uh, This year though, I don't think uh, Javante's going to overtake just like the main starting spot, but it'll be more split carries of which. So I don't think he should start either of those two. Yeah. yeah, Javante Williams this year, I think, honestly, he can take it in week 12, week 13, takes over that com- starting spot completely. I don't think he will, though, because they're not going to not use Melvin Gordon. He's way too good to just be a backup. I know, but I feel like that he'll get, like, around 15, 17 carries again. Yeah, but if he doesn't do anything with those, if he, get, if, if he had, like, 15, 17 carries and you don't get a touchdown, then that's, obviously, you're not going to have a good game. I mean, Javante, he's actually shown a lot of potential. He's on a much better yeah. situation than uh, Najee Harris is in. That's why I think uh, next year, if Melvin isn't there, Melvin just is just completely a backup, then I think Javante would be a pretty good, maybe a maybe top 15 running back next year. If he does really good, maybe top 10. But, um, yeah, I don't think this year, though, they're going to they're gonna get rid of Melvin yet or just bench him completely. Um, I just think he won't get the same amount of carries as Melvin has usually gotten because of Javante. And, uh, yeah, I just don't think Melvin or Javante will be fully trustworthy this year. Yeah, I mean, don't, don't trust him. Like, yeah, I, yeah, just don't trust him. Yeah. All right, well, my next player was Tim Patrick. I got this one wrong. Tim Patrick was actually pretty good. He didn't have a touchdown. I thought he did, but he did not have a touchdown. He had a good game. He had a lot of yards, a lot of receptions. Honestly, just a good player. Not much to say about it. I think Tim Patrick, maybe flex position. Jerry Judy just got activated off IR, so I don't really trust him anymore. Yeah, not anymore, but maybe 14-plus leagues. Um, yeah, then he could be a pretty good flush. Judy though, right now is a pickup. Like if you yeah. can get Judy, get him. He looked amazing in the first half. He had like thirteen fantasy points. Yeah, you should get him on your team before he goes off. Yeah. Uh, next set. Not those other years. That's okay. Now here, my previous starts and sit or previous sets. My first one was Tyler Boyd. He had six point four points. I was right about that. T Higgins is back, and Jamar Chase has been playing really well. It just it's gonna hurt Boyd. He's not gonna be consistent anymore. Um. Yeah. My next sit is AJ Brown, six point eight points. I don't know if he's not fully healthy yet or if uh, he just wasn't getting full snaps when he did play, but he just didn't look that good. And I don't think he's going to stay at this, obviously, because still AJ Brown. But uh, from the next, for at least the next few weeks until he shows us something, I think he should just be sitting for you the entire time. Um, just I just don't know. If he has a good game, then you could probably move him in the starting spot. You might just lose those points that week, but it's if it's probably more worth it. Then uh, starting him, him dropping less than ten. Yeah, um, my last sit was Jared Cook. He had three point nine points. It was honestly really surprising that he only had three point nine with how much the Chargers and Browns scored that game. But yeah, with Eckler going off and Mike Williams going off, there just there just wasn't any space for Jared Cook. Yeah, Jared Cook is he's not he's not a trustworthy player enough. So yeah, just don't trust him this year. Yeah. So now we're gonna move on to our starts for this week. So, my first start this week is Chubba Hubbard. Chubba Hubbard was very, very good last week. He had, like, 18 fantasy points, which is pretty good. Um, He's a trustworthy player. He's a, player. He's, a, um, he's a very good backup behind Christian McCaffrey, and McCaffrey just got placed on IR, which does suck. If you can get him in your leagues, you should definitely get him. He's good. He's trustworthy. I think he's not as good as Alexander Madison, obviously, but he has the same kind of backup potential as him. Yeah. So, like, top three backups that should be on your teams if you're in a 12-man or deeper league. Tony Pollard, 
Alexander Madison and Chubba Hubbard. Definitely now Chubba Hubbard just because he's starting. So, yeah. Yeah, he's now been, uh, with him being the starter, it's definitely, definitely he could be your starter in 10 or 10 plus leagues. Um, he, he can honestly be a starter in 8 man leagues. I, I think he's going to be really good this week, and yeah. I think he's a good player because Sam Donald loves passing to the running back, and he's getting tons of volume. Yeah. They're using him like a CMC, so, yeah. He's obviously not as good as CMC, but he's getting the volume with yeah. CMC. Alright, so my next start this week would be Kadarius Tony. Now, this one's a little bit risky because he is playing a very, very good defense. The Los Angeles Rams. Rams. But there's no there's no, uh, Sterling, there's no um, Saquon Barkley, and he is the number one wide receiver in his offense now. Now, Sterling Shepard is back, so I don't know how he will do with that. But Daniel Jones is playing, so I... I just, I think you should have him in your league. I think you should start him because I think he will get. He had nine and thirteen targets back to back games. I, I trust him. I mean, in the long haul, I definitely think you should have him on your team. This one's a little bit riskier, so if you don't want to, I don't blame you for it. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'll talk more about Tony when I uh, tell you my sits. My next start is Dawson Knox. I trust him more than uh, Dalton Schultz, honestly, just because. He's been getting those touchdowns, but honestly, he's a touchdown-dependent player, so I don't know how I feel completely about him. This game, this game though, I think you should definitely start him. If you have Dal- uh, Dalton Schultz and uh, Dawson Knox, and that's honestly just your decision because you're getting really, two really good tight ends this year. So you can go either way. But I think if you have to pick one, I'll go Dawson Knox just because of the matchup. He's playing tight ends defense, one of the worst secondaries in the league. This is a good matchup for him, so I think... In the long haul, like, between both of them, I'm taking uh, Dawson Schultz, but this week I am going to take Dawson Knox. Yeah, these two tight ends obviously have, have been having pretty good breakout years, honestly, I think. But, um, yeah, obviously they're not going to be, like, Waller or Kelsey levels, but it's really hard to find tight ends. Oh, yeah, please do not start them over those guys. Outside of Kelsey, Waller, and uh, Mark Andrews, Kittle's hurt right now, so I'm not going to include him. But those are the three ones that you're going to start pretty much any time yeah Andrews probably but um the after that you're just gonna want to find people who are doing good they're having good streaks because you know they're not gonna be consistent no tight end really is outside of Kelsey and Waller so I don't think it's really an issue that they're tu- not they're, that they're touchdown dependent it's just it's just gonna happen they're not obviously that good of players but um they're good players obviously but they're not like superstar players so yeah they're I think if you you're gonna need a tight end because pretty much everyone does so I think those two are players that you should definitely go for. But they're not going to be anything special, but they'll still be good. Yeah, if, you, if they're on your waivers, definitely pick them up. But if you had to start one, I would start Dawson Knox. So my next, that those are my starts. Okay, my start, first start is uh, Jalen Waddle playing Jacksonville. That's just a bad defense. And Tua is back, which will definitely help him over Jacoby Brissett. Um, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, I, just, yeah, do that. I think uh, it's worth it, so... Yeah, yeah. Uh, my next one's Khalil Herbert. Um, no Montgomery or Dame Williams this week, and you know Fields. Uh, he's a young QB. He's the rookie QB. He. I don't think the Bears really want to put too much pressure on him with just throwing the ball. So they're gonna. Who'd you say? Khalil Herbert. Yeah. They're gonna start running it to Herbert a lot. Um, and they're gonna maybe pass it to him if they don't want Herbert to throw it too deep. He had 18 carries last week with Damian Williams being there. Now no Damian Williams. I think he'll just get a lot more carries. I mean, I do trust him this year. I think he'll be a very good player. It's just. Whenever David Montgomery comes back, he won't be that good, obviously. And, yeah, that's really good. Yeah. Even when, or just Damon Williams comes back, it's going to hurt Herbert out. Um, yeah. So, 
Now my next start is uh, Chase Claypool. Um, Juju Smith hurt for the rest of the year. Seattle's bad defense, and uh, you know the Seattle might not, probably is not going to score too much with Geno Smith, which might uh, give the Steelers more opp- more opportunities on offense if they get a bunch of punts or a lot of uh, turnovers. I think that could really help Claypool out. Yeah, I mean Claypool always always has been a really good like shown a lot of potential in his career. He just has to execute that. Juju's out for the season, obviously play, prayers for him, but start I start Claypool in most lineups. He is going to be that wide receiver too a lot. Uh, now and usually Ben Ben does love him in those deep balls. So yeah, um, my next one is Dalton Schultz. Uh, he is playing not Dalton Schultz. My bad. I meant uh, Tyler Higby. He's playing the uh, Giants, whose defense has not been this good this year, that good this year. And Dalton Schultz played them last week at thirteen point nine points. I just think that uh, Higby can have a good game this week. And you know we obviously know Stafford's there, and he's going to just launch the ball um, a lot. And I think. If Cooper Cup and uh, Robert Woods attract some attention, Higby could get at least one touchdown in this game. Yeah, I mean Higby's a, he he's been good in his entire career. He's been in the league for a very very long time. He's a trustworthy player. I think you can rely on him this year. Yeah. Now we're gonna move on to our sits. So my first sit this year, I mean for this week, would be Alex Collins. He's playing the, the Steelers. It's a really hard uh, team to beat. It's just a hard defense. Like. There's not much to say about it. I will always say don't start against the Steelers just because that defense is so good. I don't know about the Steelers' defense anymore. I mean, I still, I still agree with you not to start them, but I'm not, I'm not saying that just because of the Steelers' defense. I'm saying that because no Russell Wilson is really going to hurt uh, that uh, Seahawks' uh, offense. If they can't just move along their offense because they, they can't throw the ball properly, it's going to hurt their run game. Usually players can't really run the ball that well if, they can't, if their team can't pass it. So, yeah, and the Steelers' defense doesn't help, for sure, obviously, but uh, their Steelers' defense, we've seen how they played this year. It hasn't been uh, that good. I mean, it's not been bad, but it just hasn't been up to what they were last year. Uh, next sit? Yeah, I mean, that, yeah. So, my next sit would be Trevor Lawrence. And this one's very plain and simple. He's been really bad this year, and he's on a bad offense, so I'm not really going to go in-depth about it. It's just don't start him. Yeah, uh, Trevor Lawrence, he has been, obviously, in, uh, he's a rookie, so I'm, I don't think we're expecting too much from him, but, um, yeah, I don't really like starting rookie quarterbacks, they just always make the most mistakes out of anyone, um, so I don't really like starting Trey Lance, I know he likes to run a lot, but he just he's going to make a lot of mistakes, as all rookie quarterbacks do, um, and he's playing Miami, Miami's defense has been extremely underwhelming this year, especially of how good they were last year, and how... You know, the Dolphins were a really good team last year. They just missed the playoffs out. They had a they had ten wins and missed the playoffs last year. But um, this year they've not been the same team. And I mean, Jacksonville hasn't won in like almost seventeen games. Yeah, they're they're better beat the record. Twenty game uh, losing streak right now. Did they beat the record? Huh? Did they beat the? I'm Browns not sure record? what the record is, but uh, probably they're, not. The Browns went on what zero sixteen that one year. They probably lost. They probably, I think they went one and fifteen the year before that. Um, yeah, I just yeah, uh, Jags are bad. Which yeah. Trevor Lawrence is not going to do good. Um, yeah, I can honestly see them not winning a single game this year. It's possible. Oh, and sixteen. I mean, they were they were actually decently close. They were up fourteen zero to the Bengals, but then Bengals are the Bengals. I mean, they are a good team actually this year. Yeah, the, the Bengals have been playing really well this year. They uh, they held up with the Packers. If they could, you know, stay consistent, then they could be a maybe a sneaking. They could sneak into the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Honestly, I actually do think the Bengals have a chance. So those are my sits. Okay, my first sit is Dalton Schultz. I know he's been playing really well, but um. I just don't like him going against the Pats defense. The Pats, Patriots defense actually did pretty bad last week against the Texans. They almost lost. 
Um, but I just think they're going to have a bounce-back game, and I don't think Dalton, Dalton Schultz is going to find anything this week. I mean, for me, I do think you should start him. I mean, I, all, I said earlier, start him over. I, I would start Dawson Knox over him, but pff, I don't even know. It's just he's playing a hard defense, so yeah. that's true. But he's been getting so many targets from Dak. I think after this week, um, he's a pretty good start. He's a pretty good tight end for you. I mean, obviously, if you don't have a tight end, definitely start Dalton Schultz because there's really that many better options. But if you're stuck between Dawson Knox and Dalton Schultz or Dawson Knox and I um, mean uh, Schultz and like Higby maybe or someone else who has a better matchup, I'm probably sitting uh, Dalton Schultz. Okay. Uh, for my next, it's gonna be Kadarius Tony. I know, and you said to start Tony. I don't think that's a good idea. I just he's going against Jalen Ramsey. Um, maybe Ramsey doesn't go actually like against him, but nevertheless, the Rams have a good secondary. It's just going to be hard for Tony to get anything, I in my think, and uh, especially with all the pressure that Aaron Donald's going to be forcing on Daniel Jones, I just don't think they're going to have any time to really do much to get to Tony. And yeah, I just don't think it's going to have he's going to have much opportunities. Yeah, I mean, like I said earlier, Tony's a very big risk this week, but I think in the long haul, you should definitely have him on your team. So. Yeah, I don't think Tony will ever be good enough this year. I don't, I don't think Tony will ever really be a good enough receiver for you in the near future, just because the... He'll prove you wrong. He could, I guess. But, like, the Giants just have too many receivers right now. Uh, Galladay signed, I think, a four-year deal, but uh, they still have Sterling Shepard and a... Uh, Sterling Shepard and... What's his other name? Okay, I forgot the other dude's name, but, uh, yeah. He has a, they have... Three good receivers there. It's just not going to have enough space for Tony. Um, unless Tony really breaks in, becomes a superstar player. I just don't think he'll do that yet. Then obviously, he got ejected last week. I don't think any of the Giants coaches love that. I know uh, Joe Judge Duffy doesn't like that. Um, yeah, it's just not good for the team, not good for him. And I feel like that might take away some targets from him. It's possible. So now we're going to move on to our players that we should block, buy low on. Manish, we'll start with that. Okay, so my first buy low is A.J. Brown. Now, I know what you're thinking. A.J. Brown, he's been very, very bad this year, very underperforming this year. But he played amazing last year. He's one of the best receivers in the league. He's a top 15 receiver in the league in real life. So he should be on your team. He's going to get the targets eventually. He's been getting the targets. It's just he's not doing something with them, yeah, which will I, I change. Think that, I think that uh, I'm pretty sure the hamstring injury, that obviously isn't good. I mean, that's like if you want to receive, you need to run, right? And your hamstring is a pretty good uh, part of that. So I think... Maybe he gets healthy, he'll get a little bit better. Do I think he'll be close to last year? No. Um, I think he'd get back to maybe wide receiver two or flex spot. I think he'll be better than that. He's he's too good of a receiver to not. Okay, so my next player is Stephon Diggs. Now, Stephon Diggs has been very underperforming this season as well. Not underperforming, I would say, but really, like, he's just been he not what you expected. Yeah, yeah, he hasn't been the same player. You, haven't, you, you don't know what you expect from it's him. It's strange, because like the, the, I would say the Bills have been playing better than they were last year. And oh, they're, way better. They're looking like real Super Bowl contenders, and Diggs has actually been having a pretty underwhelming season. It's just the fact that Josh Allen has improved this year. He's looking like he's not looking for Stephon every yeah, play. He's not just looking. He's looking to extend plays, go deep, go to other guys, Emmanuel Sanders, Dawson Knox. And we've seen how good Dawson Knox has been doing. That could be partly because of all the attention that Sanders and uh, Diggs have been getting. Yeah, so also one thing I do want to mention, I don't think Stephon Diggs will be as good as last year just because yeah. he's not on this, like, the, the offense is willing to go to everybody now. Instead, last year is just going to Stephon Diggs. But, yeah. yeah he's probably by low, yeah. I mean, but he's still a by low, yeah. I think you should get him on your team because he's still like an 18-point fantasy yeah. player. 19-point fantasy player. All right, my next by low is Chase Edmonds. He's been very good this year. Um, he hasn't scored a touchdown yet. I'd, James Conner does affect his value, but... I think once the team realizes that 
Chase Edmonds is a much better running back. They are going to start using him more. So I think I think he should be on your yeah. team. He's struggling with the Niners, but he wasn't fully healthy, and the Niners defense did play very well against the Cardinals. Um, but yeah, I don't. I mean, the only issue I do have with Chase Edmonds, is, as Nish said, was uh, James Conner. I just don't think James Conner is uh, probably a little bit worse than Edmonds. I think Edmonds is just a little bit better of a receiving back than Conner is, and I, that's why I think in the goal line they're mainly going to Conner, which uh, for a running back who he doesn't get like that meant that many carries you need to score touchdowns if you don't get that many carries and if your red zone touches get taken away by james connor i just don't trust you to be consistently good i know the first five weeks four weeks he's been pretty good last week he just wasn't fully healthy and you know the niners defense did do a pretty good job against the cardinals i just don't think uh he'll be consistent this year he'll have good games but he's not getting the touchdowns which is my main worry i think eventually he will get those touchdowns so i don't know how to feel about him really but i think he should be on your team yeah um, do you have any more buy lows? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with more. So my next buy low would be Ch- uh, Joe Mixon. He had also an underperforming uh, game, but he's a good player. That's all I really want to say. He also, yeah, Joe Mixon was also uh, honestly, he was. I'm pretty sure he was like doubtful or questionable most of the week, and then the very end they did end up playing him. They put him in the backup for most of the game just because he wasn't fully healthy yet. And he got a touchdown at the very end, which I guess helped him. But you know, Joe Mixon is. He's interesting. He's going to be inconsistent. He's going to have some really good games. He does need a touchdown, though, because he's receiving. He hasn't really done much in the receiving game, which is my issue with him. Um, which, if you're not, like, one of the better, better running backs in the league, um, who's, like, consistent getting over 80 yards, and you don't get any receiving uh, receive receptions, I just don't like you. Um, but I think if, if, he, if he gets a little bit more receptions, then he'll get a lot better in fantasy. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's a trustworthy player. By the way, guys, we're literally a competitor, so us telling each other things aren't really the best for us because we are playing in the same league. So my next buy low is Darren Waller. Darren Waller has been also very, very underperforming this season, but he's going to pick it up. Dak's been throwing the ball actually a lot this season, so I think he'll be a very Derek good Carr. Yeah, Sorry, Derek Carr. He's, he's been throwing the ball a lot this season. They've been relying more on the pass offense and the he- uh, run offense. So I think with a new coach, if they get a good one, this could be a really good player. Well, yeah, uh, they only got their head coach. It's uh, it's a uh, they're, I'm pretty sure it's their defensive coach or something like that. It's not. It is obviously it's interesting to see how they're going to do with all the Gruden stuff that happened. As Gruden is an offensive coach and he's now gone, I'm pretty sure they replaced him with the defensive coach now. I'm not entirely sure, but uh, we'll see how he does. I mean, he's still Darren Waller. He only had eight points. He has been great this year. I mean, obviously week one, 26, he had a really good game there. After that, he's been okay, nothing special. But I don't think he obviously won't stay at this. He's, he's too good for that. But um, yeah, he has some pretty good matchups coming up, and I think I think he'll bounce back. So yeah, if you could get him for pretty cheap, I would get him. Yeah. Okay, so those are my buy lows. Okay, my first buy low is DJ Moore. Only eight points this week. Philly's defense has actually done a pretty good job at limiting you know the team's number one receivers. I mean, we saw that with uh, we just saw it last week with the uh, Godwin Evans. They didn't get anything. It was actually Antonio Brown who got stuff. Their one and two receivers of the Bucks just couldn't get anything to go. Um, DJ Moore. He yeah I don't I don't think he's gonna say it this I think Dan, uh Sam Darnold is really liking uh DJ Moore he's been targeting him a lot the first three weeks he was one of the best receivers in fantasy and I think I think he'll return to that I don't think he'll be obviously as good as the first three weeks but I think he'll get back to a probably averaging around fifteen plus yeah I mean DJ Moore is a very good player I do think he's been finally getting that attention that he deserves so he's if he's on your team you should get him he was obviously pretty good last year too so yeah uh, my next buy low is Brandon Cooks I know right now. If you get him, I wouldn't start him just because of uh, David Mills. But I think once Tyrod Taylor comes back, I think uh, Brandon Cooks will come 
go back to his week one two form. Um, yeah, I just right now I don't think he's going to stay at that just because I don't really like David Mills as a quarterback right now. But uh, once Tyrod comes back, I think he'll he'll return to his normal uh, play style. I'm not so sure about that. I don't think that he's that that really that good of a player. He's getting a lot of targets, but I don't know if he's going to stay like that. So Brandon's a good player. It's just he doesn't. He's never really had it. He's, he's just he just doesn't have a quarterback this year. Um, he's been moved around a lot. I mean, he's been traded. I don't know how many times already, but um, yeah, we'll see how he does with uh, Tyrod Taylor. Yep. Now we're going to move on to our sell highs. Okay, so my first sell high is Nick Chubb. Now, this one's also a very risky one for my part, but I don't really trust him this year with Kareem Hunt, how he's been doing. The The Browns have figured out a way to get both of them involved, but they have been relying a lot more on Kareem Hunt. So I don't know really how to feel about him. I just don't know what you could really get for Nick Chubb. Because Nick Chubb, he's, he's always going to get the rushing yards just if he gets a touchdown or not, which is obviously, that's an issue. You don't want a touchdown-dependent player, but I just don't think you're going to get too much for Chubb. Obviously, if you get someone who... Is a little bit more consistent than do it, but um, I just I I don't know. Nick Chubb is interesting. It just depends on the week if they go to him or Kareem Hunt. Um, yeah, I think Kareem Hunt though, with how he's been playing this year, I think he's been playing a lot better than he was last year. I mean, he's had really good this week. Obviously, start Kareem Hunt. There's no Nick Chubb, but um, Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. Honestly, I think Kareem Hunt can be a start even with Nick Chubb being healthy, just because of how good he's been playing. He's always gonna get the receptions, right? Because Nick Chubb just he's in receiving back, but. I think I always keep him above 10 most of the time. Yeah, I mean, they do like using him in the goal line, so yeah. I think that's one thing to keep in mind. Of. So my net, oh, your next sell high? Okay, so my next sell high is Amari Cooper. I don't trust him at all. <laughs> he's on a he's on a weird offense now. They are running the ball a lot more. They're passing the ball, but to CeeDee Lamb more and Dalton Schultz. I, th- I still think he's a very, very good player. I think he'll average above 13 maybe but i don't really trust him he's just he's inconsistent he always has been inconsistent on the cowboys um having cd land michael gallops coming back soon dalton schultz isn't playing well i just don't think you're gonna get much for cd uh, for cooper but if you i guess if you do get something that really helps out your team then do it because cooper is gonna have 15 point games but he's just gonna have some really inconsistent games um yeah next sell high Okay, so my next sell high is Mike Davis. Mike Davis is also not really considered a sell high, but if you can get any values from him, get rid of him right now. They're looking like they want to run Cardell Patterson, and Mike Davis honestly might become the next Miles Gaskin. Yeah. Might not get any runs. I don't even know how I feel about him anymore. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I thought Mike Davis would actually have a pretty good uh, year this year with uh, how he played in those three games. I know after, like, he, he slowed down after that, but those three games last year where he had like over 30 every game, I thought maybe he'd, not obviously 30 over game, but I thought he'd have over 15 with the Falcons. He did not have that um, with Cordero just being really good for this team. And it's I think he'll have, he'll stay at a low 10s. Um, I don't think he'll really get more than that, just with how many uh, receptions that Cordero was getting. Yeah, I mean, he's really, really, he's just a weird player. Yeah. Okay, so my next one is Antonio Gibson. He had a very good game, but they were really, they were he was just getting rushing touchdowns. He had two rushing touchdowns. I don't trust him. Yeah, J.K. J.K. McKissick is really gonna hurt uh, Antonio Gibson. I mean, I'm, they're both two really good running backs. It's just hard to get them both consistently touches each game. It's just one of them's gonna do the other, good. The other one's just not gonna. If um, you know, if you if you're in a uh, twelve plus fourteen plus league, then I think those two are definitely starters for you. If not, then they really shouldn't be on your team, or they should be backups. Uh, Gibson for sure. Maybe McKissick, maybe a backup, maybe a waiver. I, I think McKissick's a pretty good player. I think he's a flex, so. Yeah. Yeah. Those are my buy sell highs. My first sell high is going to be Robert Woods. Um, I know he got he played really good uh, this week, and last week was also pretty decent. I just don't think he's going to stay consistent. 
um, with that offense, with Cooper Cup. Um, it's always going to be one of them just getting a lot of a lot of targets. And They're going to be the new Bucks receivers. Yeah. Just because all these Super Bowl teams, they just like passing the ball around. So yeah, it's hard to get. It's hard for one of them just for both of them to have good games. So I just think it's better to uh, trade to just trade one of them. And I think with how uh, Robert Woods did, I think it's going to be a little bit easier to trade him right now. Yeah, I mean, also when I was uh, talking about like D Hop, most of these like D Hop's still a really good receiver, obviously. But it's just the fact that all these teams want like all these Super Bowl contenders, they all want to like just rely on it. They don't really. They want to rely on everybody. They just don't, don't want to rely on one player. Yeah. When you rely on when you when you get more people involved in your offense, it makes your offense a lot better. As teams don't need to just focus on one per- person. When when you focus on one person, it makes your offense really one dimensional, and you can't really do anything at all when that happens. Yeah. So that's why. Yeah. Okay. So for my next sell high, I got Leonard Fournette. This is again. There's just way too many weapons on that uh, Bucks offense with uh, Antonio Brown. Gronk's coming back soon. You got Mike Evans. You got Chris Godwin. Ronald Jones is still there, and Giovanni Bernard's getting some receptions. I just don't think he'll stay consistent. I mean, I think you could get a good amount for Fournette with how good he's been playing. Um, so, yeah, I would trade him. I mean, honestly, I do really like Fournette this year. I mean, he's, he's been getting so many touches recently. I just Yeah, I just, I, he'll get touch, He'll get a lot of touches some games, but I feel like there's going to be a game where the, the Bucks are in a shootout where uh, they're just going to throw it and they're just not going to run it to Fournette. I know, but he's a big pass-heavy running back. So, actually, yeah, it's, it's, it's debatable. Yeah, so for my last sell high, I got Kyle Pitts. Um, I know he did really good. Um, I just don't think he'll stay at that when uh, Russell Gage and Calvin Ridley comes back. I mean, this game he did well, good just because he was literally the only target receiving-wise. Now Patterson was there, but uh, uh, as a a receiver, he was the only target on that entire offense. So, I mean, if he's the only one there, he's just going to go to uh, Kyle Pitts. But once Gage and Ridley comes back, it's not going to be the same amount. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's going to be as good, obviously, as he was that game, but... He'll still be a good, uh, I think he'll average around 10 a game. Um, I think he'll average, I think he'll average like 13, 14 a game. He's, still, be, he's too good to not. But to average that, you have to be pretty consistent. I just don't think he'll be that consistent. Um, yeah, we'll see how he does when those two come back. Yeah, um, I mean, it's all it's all depending on how Matt Ryan wants to target him. Yeah, now we're going to move on to our waiver wire pickups. Okay, so my first waiver wire pickup is Kadarius Tony. Now, Rohan did say not to start him, but I do think that He's a good player. He's been getting all the targets in that backfield, and he's a rookie, which means they do want to use him. I don't think he'll be as good as Jamar Chase, but he's being used as more. He's getting more targets than Jamar Chase. And I think with Saquon out, I think you should get him on your team. Yeah, I just, I mean, I think right now, after this week, he could honestly be a start with, I don't know how healthy the Giants receivers are, but after that, then I think he should be sat just because of the amount of uh, weapons on that the wide receiver weapons on that offense, along with Evan Ingram there. It's just not enough. Uh, There's just too many people to make t- to tell me that uh, Tony will be consistent. I just don't think he'll be consistent. Your next waiver wire? Yeah. So my next waiver wire is Michael Pittman. He is super. I think he's just getting a lot of targets. Now, I did. Um, T.Y. Hilton is back, which is a little bit scary. Well, I don't know if T.Y. Right. Was, T.Y. is not the same player as he was four years ago. He's a lot worse. He's worse than Pittman. I think Pittman will be fine with T.Y. being back. Yeah, I think he's he's just a good player now. He's been getting all the targets in that backfield. So I think Carson Wentz does like him. If Carson still stays healthy, Michael Pittman's a good receiver. Yeah. Mm, your next one, or is that it? No, I got one more. So my last one is Marquise Brown. Now, Marquise Brown is a very, very, very uh, good player this year. Just because he's been getting so many targets. Yeah. There's no running backs in that offense. We already talked about this earlier, but... 
If you if you if he's if he's on your waivers, hundred yeah, percent. I really doubt he'd be on your waivers, but if he if he's on your waivers, he should have been picked up a long time ago. He's just been really good this year as the main target on that offense. Maybe probably Mark Andrews is the main, but his deep threat ability just gives you a lot of long touchdowns and long uh, completions, which gives you a lot of points. Yeah. So those are my okay. waiver wires. My first waiver wire pickup is Devonte Booker. He's uh, replacing Saquon, and when he did replace Saquon last week, he had twenty point eight points, which is just that's really good. Um, this week, I don't know if you started him or not. I mean, the Rams' defense is pretty good, but I mean, you know, the Rams haven't been as good stopping the run this year, but still. Um, yeah, definitely pick him up if he's on your waiver wire. I think he should be on most people's waiver wires. Yeah, he's, he's rostered in a lot of leagues, so, uh, he's not rostered in a lot of leagues, so he's a pickup. Yeah, if you, lo- if you, if you have Saquon, you lost him for a few weeks, I think pick up Devontae Booker to replace him. My next waiver wire pickup is James Conner. This is only really, a this is only really, like, working for, like, uh, twelve plus leagues, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe ten plus leagues. If you like, if you need a run or running back, if like Saquon got hurt or someone else got hurt, and you like really need a running back, he gets a lot of red zone touches. And if he gets a touchdown a game, then that's over ten, most likely. I think that Connor could be someone in really, really big leagues that you could use. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how long that goal line work is gonna last for, because eventually Chase Edmonds will start getting more uh, red zone touches. So I think you should get him if, if he's on your waivers. And if he's not, well then, obviously you can't yeah. get it. Uh, my last waiver wire pickup is Zach Ertz. This is really only if you desperately need a tight end if Kittle's out and there's really no other options. I don't know how good he's going to do. I'm not saying he will do good, but he, I guess, could do good in his new offense. I mean, I'm pretty sure Max Williams is out for the whole year. I'm not entirely sure on that. I saw his injury did not look very good, but um, Zach Ertz is going to replace him most likely. And if he could get a few receptions a game, I think that could be good for a 12-plus league if you need a tight end. Yeah. So, do you have any players to talk about? Okay, so my first player I want to talk about is A.J. Brown. Like I said earlier, he's a lot of people are freaking out about him, so I wouldn't freak out if I were you. He's going to eventually... I don't think he's going to be good as last year, but he's still too good of a player to yeah, he's not too good. It, it, I think it'll take a few weeks until he fully gets back to regular A.J. Brown, but yeah, don't worry about him too much. Yeah. Okay, my next player I want to talk about is CMC. So CMC just got put on the IR. It does suck, but... I still think highly if you are in playoff contentions, do not trade him because he's too good to be traded. Yeah, if you know you're making the playoffs, like you've pretty much locked it up. I know it's only week five, but you know, you pretty much know now which teams are making the playoffs or which teams are not. Um, if you know you're making the playoffs, I wouldn't trade him. He's going to be back before the playoffs start. Um, if you are in last place, second to last place, Gosh, I would trade him. Trade him, trade him because you you need you need to get something to come back. You're not going to it's not going to change right with your your situation's not going to change with ta- uh, CMC being out. So trade him if you if you uh are in last place or close to not making the playoffs. Yeah, I mean he has a ton of value. I mean, honestly now he probably will have very little. I wouldn't sell low on him. So if yeah. you're not if, don't like get him for nothing, but still get him for something where you have a chance to actually win some games. Yeah. Um anyone else? That's all my Alright, so that should be it for today. Okay, so we're going to end it a little bit short, only 42 minutes today, but there's not much else to talk about. We talked about everything from that week, so please follow us on our Instagram. We are slowly growing. We are thinking of doing fantasy basketball. We just we don't know how it's going to work, if we want to do points leagues or categories leagues, because we do play in a points league. So we do not know what we're going to do yet uh, on that plan. Uh, we will think about it, though. Yeah. Okay. So that will be it for the podcast. Thank you guys for watching, and we will see you next week. Bye.